0: Welcome to Two Dice Uphill, the Blood Bowl podcast, just hoping for a push. I'm Darren Olson. This is Tim Haar. And we are here for episode 22, where we will be reviewing the first ever SCAB, Southern Central Amoracle Bowl. Uh, We will talk about Nurgle Strategy, since that is the next GW team being released. I'm looking forward to that. And we'll talk about some skills that go along with Nurgle. Yes. Alright.
1: Also the uh, Spike magazine that'll be coming out.
0: Right. And after that magazine comes out, we'll be sure to give our, you know, read-through opinions. And you guys will be hearing Fargo panting throughout this broadcast because he is very excited whenever Tim comes over. Don't ask. (laughs) <laughs> it's one of those don't ask don't tell situations like the military yeah all right so uh i mean let's start by talking about some online leagues though so you and i finished season 35 of the usa Bloodweiser soda pop league yes the and we both made the playoffs yes and you lost in the finals no you won i won okay congratulations thank you Uh, You beat me in the semifinals. Yes. And then went on to beat that Norse team. Steeler Steeler Daddy. Daddy. All right. And so season 36 is about to start. Unfortunately, signups have come to a close. Uh, But feel free to, you know, look at the USA Bloodweiser forum and get ready for next season if you're interested. Uh, You can, you know, I'll be... It'll be about three months. And like last season, I will be hosting my games on Twitch, and then posting them back up on YouTube. And hopefully I'll be able to start doing the same. All right. I mean, it won't be as entertaining, but...
1: No, but, you know, I get a... It'll be an interesting because I'm doing it, the same thing to see the different perspectives from the two coaches. Yeah.
0: God, I can't believe Darren did it. God, how, how bad a coach is he? Yeah, yeah. Of dueling... Dueling Twitch feeds. Uh, you want to talk about another... So, in USAB, uh, the
1: Bloodweiser is the main big boy league. Okay. Liquor 34 won that with a Chaos team. The finals was pretty brutal. He played yeah. uh, well, uh Was it a lot of Claw Palm? It was a little bit, but it was also... He, somebody got dice because there was eight okay. casualties and eight KOs. Chaos won that
0: one. Well, is that would that be a good match for us to just watch and comment on or no? No. No. Okay. No. Oh, wow. That's another casualty. Oh, that's okay. another player removal. Okay. Oh, there's another player removal. Well, I mean, it's not just the numbers at the end of the game, like what happened in our semifinal game. You removed 3 players of mine, I think in the first two turns. Yes. And even if you didn't remove a lot after that, it didn't matter because it was already
1: It made it very tough for you to do anything.
0: Yeah. So I played Wood Elves last season. This season, I will be playing Chaos Dwarves, another team that I don't have much experience with. So that's the purpose. I'm hoping to learn them along the way.
1: Just remember, though, records make the playoffs. Right. Not star player points.
0: Although, with Chaos Dwarves, it's going to be... I won't be doing as much extraneous passing as I did with the Wood Elves. I hope not. Because with the Wood Elves, if I had someone with zero star player points, I was putting them back there for a cheesepletion just in case they got an MVP.
1: I, I would do the same. Uh,
0: I won't be doing that with Chaos Dwarves. Now, turn 8, turn 16, sure, I'll put my Bull Centaur back there for a, hopefully get a completion, get him leveled up. Yeah. No. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, no. I'm going to pick up that ball and cage and try to beat people up.
1: Yeah, and I chose not to play Chaos Dwarves. Yeah. Just because I didn't want you
0: to feel Well, there's all I think Weljamere's playing yeah, Chaos Dwarves as well. So yeah, it's weird. All the teams were elf teams last year when I wanted to or last season when I wanted to play elves. This season I go to bash and it's a lot more bash heavy this season.
1: Yeah. I noticed that uh, the interesting part on Leagues is when you watch Leagues is watching the The uh, waves. The waves of Bash to Agility, I'm back.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was good for all the agility teams last season being able to get through Soda Pop without taking too many injuries.
1: Well, there's no real bash team at the start that's really scary. Dwarves uh, and Chaos Dwarves are probably the
0: two scariest. Yeah, and maybe Norse, depending Norse. on how they...
1: Yeah, the Norse run into the problem of, with their Armor 7... They can be
0: bashy. They right. can also be braider. So, I mean, eventually I do want to get around playing Norris again because they are my favorite team, but I just have so many other teams to learn right now that. Fargo, stop panting into the microphone. People aren't going to want to hear this the whole time.
1: I. Huh? I almost played Norse this season. Yeah. But I didn't want to. Uh, yeah. I may. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Walter
0: Mare. Do some frenzy. You should play Camry. Or Corn, I mean. Can't. No Corn allowed. No Corn. Is it not in the game, or you no. just don't allow it in the league? Not in the game. Oh.
1: Corn so. is Blood Bowl 1.
0: Bretonians. Well.
1: Or Blood Bowl 2.
0: Shows how much I know. All right. So. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything going on? No. Uh. So they did a Champions League based
1: off the UEFA Champions League in Europe. Uh, it's been interesting. Here, Because to get there, you actually have to win your... You have to finish very high up in your league. hmm So everybody that's in the league is going to be a good coach. Oh, uh, they did name the Blood Bowl 2... They had the playoffs for the World Cup. hmm And Ornan won the Blood Bowl II. He's the Blood Bowl II World Cup champion. Okay. With humans. Humans. So are over congratulations over. to him.
0: Fargo is being very needy today, just so you all know. You just need to not pet him, and he'll eventually he'll just go lay down. Alright. Just have to ignore him. Alright. Um, so let's go ahead and give a review of the Southern Central Amoracle Bowl, first ever. Yay! Yay! Uh, so we did this as part of War Games Con-X. and you know, some people say if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But if I did that, this we wouldn't. This podcast would be about five minutes long. So. Uh, It was not a good experience. Uh, I I, I think most of the players had fun, but as a tournament organizer, working with them was fairly difficult. Um, So their event ran Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I showed up, and we were only doing Saturday and Sunday. I showed up Friday to take a look at the seating arrangements, and they didn't have tables set up for us. And so, I mean, they went in. Got some tables that people had already put Warhammer stuff on and then put us out in the hotel hallway, So, which also means I wasn't able to keep things set up between Saturday and Sunday. I had to tear everything down and then put it back together the next morning. Um, Also, uh, about, I don't know, six weeks, maybe two months before the event, they emailed me to tell me Okay, be careful about how many trophies you know you order because uh, we're only looking at about eight people right now. I'm like eight people—that's amazing. We already have eight people, uh, you know, and they never responded to that. So whatever, fine. But I start asking around when we're down in San Antonio at one of the tournaments. Hey, Dean, did you register yet, Tim? Did you register? The people that I'm pretty sure are coming—I asked if they registered yet. No. So they hadn't registered, and I already have eight people. Man, I'm looking at a good turnout. About two weeks before the tournament, I asked for one of the guys for an update on how many people are in the tournament, and there are three people registered. So, I don't know what kind of miscommunication happened where they had told me that we had eight, and all of a sudden we had three, but...
1: That's a big miscommunication. Yeah.
0: Um, And if I misunderstood, they should have corrected me when I said, oh my god, we have eight? great but no uh and that wasn't the only only time they had miscommunication problems they they were just not there was one guy that i that i trusted to communicate with me or if i emailed him he email me back and yeah uh it, it was just it and then even being there it wasn't very organized the it, it just i i i don't know how they've been doing this for 10 years honestly
1: I was not a part of that, so I really can't comment on that. The only part I can really comment on,
0: wow, it was loud. And I I said us being out in the hallway, but that was actually a good thing because it was so loud in the actual room that I know Tim would have left. I don't know about anybody else. but I'd been gone. Um, so we ended up with, it looked like we were going to have eight people, but then someone the morning of the event said they didn't wake up in time and couldn't make the trip. And I was going to be the odd man. So we went down to six people and I was going to try to do round Robin, but apparently you have to do round Robin in a certain way. And I didn't realize that and ended up scheduling things wrong so that when we got around to the fifth round the uh, fourth round was it?
1: fourth round where were we... after the third round we were like uh we need to have a discussion
0: no because it was the end of the first yeah yeah, yeah. oh because there were only five rounds yes i was in my head six yes uh after the third round i was like oh yeah so someone in the fourth round is gonna have to play someone they've already played so i messed that up i i then jotted down on a piece of paper how i should have done it but i, I I did my best to fix it and the last two rounds did kind of turn into more like championship rounds. So, I think everyone you know is it, uh, it was a little sad that some people didn't get to play each other, but yeah. For the most part, it worked out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um Now, uh some other so the hotel you had to pay for parking in there too. That was yes. another negative about being at this hotel.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, it was nice in the fact that you didn't have to worry about it because it wasn't a, uh, whatchamacallit, environment, enclosed environment.
0: Yeah.
1: Still 10 bucks.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, no, that weekend I paid $25 for parking. $5 for the Friday I was there, and then $10 Saturday, $10 for Sunday. Yeah, and- I,
1: I parked in a place... Technically, I really shouldn't have. Yeah. But I wasn't going to spend another $10. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It
0: it was... If I had known everything... Like, when I was first dealing with these people and having communication problems, way at the beginning, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to cancel this, but I've already made this commitment, and I'm the person that, once I make a commitment, I want to see it through. Um... But if I had known all of this stuff, then I definitely would have canceled it. Okay. Uh, or I, not necessarily canceled it, but I would have found my own venue and just done it on my own. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, it, it was a big hassle. Uh, but I do want to thank everybody that did come out, especially those that traveled. Um, so, I don't know. Do you want to talk about your games at all? Probably not. Uh, no,
1: I I... I crapped out the entire time. Bad dice, bad skill choices, bad play.
0: Tim would have won the wooden spoon if I was giving one out.
1: Yeah, it was just not a good time.
0: It was probably your worst tournament.
1: No, no, probably. That is the worst tournament I've ever done.
0: Okay. But you'll do it again next year? Oh, no. You're not going to do scab next year? Oh,
1: I'll, I'll think about it. It depends on where it's at.
0: Well, it won't be there. Then I'll do it. Okay uh
1: no because honestly it was so loud that first day yeah that even out headache. in the hallway
0: yeah i had a headache all throughout the day yeah um well, they would just they would make these announcements over their loudspeaker in there and they would do these chants every once in a while they were just yeah i i, I don't know how you could have stood being in that room um, results, though. Jonathan Gould was the first-ever Scab champion. Got to take a very cool trophy home, as as did Andy Monica, who finished second. Uh, Dan Dave was going for most casualties, and that's what he got. He was fighting you the whole way for it, but he ended up pulling out. Oh, my. Pulling out, huh?
1: I, I've played Norse two games with Mighty Blow Palon, and I think I had four casualties between two games. Yeah.
0: Um, fan favorite best or best opponent, whatever you want to call it. And the best painting both went to Mike Patterson who came down from the Fort Worth area. So thank you, Mike. I know that was a long drive. I do appreciate it. He also let me keep, he was staying in that hotel and he let me keep my pitches and stuff in his room that night. So I didn't have to carry them all the way out to my car and back. Oh, good for Mike. So yes. And I know he hung out and just, uh, saw some of the local brewer breweries there uh, near the hotel, and uh, you know he 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 made a night of it. So I'm glad he had fun. Uh, also, Dan Day came from Houston. I do appreciate that as well. I think everybody else was local to Austin, but I I do still appreciate them coming out. Um, another thing I found, and another reason I don't want to be part of War Games Con next year, they 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 scheduled it the weekend before. All the kids go back to school.
1: I know several people did not go because of that.
0: Yes. Several people did not go for that reason. Um, uh, The the two-day thing, from what I understood, didn't make a whole lot of difference to a lot of people. There was one person that told me they couldn't make it on because of the Sunday. There was one person that told me they couldn't make it because of the Saturday. Yeah. So really, I only lost one person that I know of for it being a two-day tournament. Most of what I found that I lost was because one, it was the weekend before school start and just other, like someone had a fantasy football draft that weekend. Somebody had a marriage, a a wedding, (laughs) wedding to go to that weekend. So that's stuff you can't plan around, but I can definitely plan around when school starts back up. Yes. And so while six people isn't desirable, can only build from there. I'm I, I'm looking forward to it with a different team. Well, and I think next year I will do more of the European type rule set where I have different tiers and different tiers get a different number of skills. Hmm. That was suggested to me by someone. I'm like, you know what? It's not something's done here. It's it's fair, and it's something different. So I yeah, I think I will try that. Um, there's a
1: bunch of arguments out there. We have some time to talk about it before then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, where, where do you put each team in different tiers and how many skills do you give them? Yeah. It's all, uh, I have a year to think about. And then how many tiers? How many tiers? Right. Uh, you know, three or four. Or five. Or, eh,
1: I've seen somebody say
0: five. Okay. I don't think I'd go to five. I might make their Stunny their own tier, tier four, and then do one, two, three. I could see that. But, yeah, I haven't given a lot of thought to it, but that is where I'm leaning. Uh, you know, my my thoughts right now are going to Winter War, which is basically going to keep the same rule set, but I think I might change how bonus points are, are scored. Okay. That would probably be the only only change. Uh, I was thinking about doing something where you get a point every time you attempt a two-dice uphill block. <sighs>
1: i'm not gonna say anything
0: and obviously the you know you would have to do 52 dice uphill blocks for it to change your positioning at all and if you're doing that many blocks you're probably not winning no so it would just be something for fun but something i've been thinking about all right um so next tournament coming up is the one in fort worth yes is that next weekend yes so i don't even know if i'll have this podcast up by the time it's it's going on uh first weekend of september uh uh, carnage cup carnage cup so it's on the first september 1st i think so yeah Uh, let me i have it right here you have the i have the little flyer Uh, September 1st, 2018, you can go www.carnagecup.com. Carnage and Cup are spelled with a K. Com is spelled with a C. Yes. I don't know where carnagecup.com would take you, but probably not anywhere good. Uh, (laughs) All right. uh, So we got that, and then, of course, we have Blocktoberfest, and then you're going to be running the Sunday tournament after Blocktoberfest uh that'll be interesting you're gonna you're gonna be doing a draft type it will be interesting i know some people have made a com- i
1: had somebody make a comment about certain teams are advantageous with the rules that are possible
0: which is true i'm not gonna argue that but you know what just bid higher on those teams they on those teams and i mean i can see people bidding on teams just to make them go higher yes that's fine that's part of it right
1: Oh, yeah. I may bid on the Norse just because if you show an interest, I want you to pay the price. Oh,
0: okay. Um, so, I don't know. Actually,
1: I think I've decided how I'm going to choose what team I'm playing. And it'll be the lowest-ranked-valued team that's not stunning that I have not played.
0: Okay. That's why I was thinking... I, I actually had a Slon roster ready to go for my tournament for Scab. Uh, if Jay had been able to make it up. Uh So I I was actually excited to play it. Because that is, I don't have them uh, done for the 24 or whatever yet. So, yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to make Carnage Cup this weekend. We'll see. Damn. Yeah, I haven't even thought about a roster for it yet. I haven't talked to Dean or anyone else, see if they're going.
1: That's this weekend? That's this
0: weekend. All right, well... Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I knew it was two weekends after my tournament, but this last week just kind of... Went by real fast. Yeah. All right, well... But I... if you can make it to Carnage Cup, please do go. Just just to support them so that they know that they can run Blood Bowl tournaments every year. Because I don't think we got one from them last year.
1: No, there was nothing up and down.
0: <laughs> All right. So, we're going to take a little break here because... I am gonna put a song in. I don't know what the song is yet, cause I haven't recorded it yet. I did record a song for. Oh, and this was another thing for the for the Scab tournament. I recorded a a a Blood Bowl anthem, right? And I was gonna re- play it like at the beginning before our game started, but it was so loud, no none of you could hear it. I don't remember if you ho- saw, remember me holding my laptop up there as you guys were starting your first game. Oh, I, I ignored it. Okay. I,
1: it That meant absolutely nothing with the... Yeah, yeah. So it was... It, nothing about Darren. It had to do with the, the sheer
0: noise. fact of how noisy it was. So it was to the tune of Oh, Canada. It was like, oh, no, fool. And... I don't know. Maybe I'll throw that in this break or maybe I'll just throw it in randomly at some point or make you all go support us on Patreon and you can download it there or something. Actually, if you're a tournament organizer and you want this to play as as the Blood Bowl anthem before your tournament, let me know and I'll send you the mp3. Um, Otherwise, yeah, enjoy whatever songs coming up now.
2: and fair god true dice rose are something we'd applaud with eager eyes we strategize then you laugh at us with glee from far and wide oh not for we block and guard for thee God keep our pitch clean of guts and debris
0: So, I hope you enjoyed that song. Alright. So, what we are going to talk about now is... Skill time! Where we will be going over some of the skills important to Nurgle. Disturbing presence and foul appearance are the two we'll be going over first because they're mutations that you can take on. on the players.
1: And also, the Nurgle warriors bloaters or the beast of nurgle start
0: with those two right and then we'll be talking about three skills that are extraordinary skills that you can't take normally uh decay nurgle's rod and regeneration and we'll talk about how they all work together as well so uh disturbing presence you want to do it uh disturbing presence I just had it. Yeah, yeah. don't go to Bloodlust. That's not going to apply until they uh, put mm-hmm. in the sea elf team. We need more elf teams. Yeah. All right, so
1: this player's presence is very disturbing, whether it is caused by a massive cloud of flies, spays of sporific musk, an aura of random chaos, or intense cold, or a pheromone that causes fear and panic, regardless of the nature of music. Regardless of the nature of this mutation, any player must attract one from the D6 when they pass, intercept, or catch for each opposing player with a disturbing presence that is within three squares of them.
0: Even if the disturbing presence is prone or stunned. Right, so as long as he's on the pitch in any form. Uh, this is, So the Nurgle Warriors and Beast of Nurgle get this innately. Yes. It's also found on the Yeti or Snow Troll on Norse teams. Uh, disturbing presence, yes. Yes. Is there and anybody it else that stack. with
1: it? No. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, so it does stack. So if you have four Nurgle Warriors and a Beast of Nurgle all overlapping and you try to catch in that square, you need to roll a six. Yes. Because you're at minus five. Yeah. Doesn't matter
1: what your agility is at that point, really, right? No. No, there's no way to get around it. Yeah.
0: So uh, that, that one's pretty straightforward. Uh, if you're playing the blood bowl 2 game you'll notice a little red kind of aura red box that's around the, the around the player uh, it, you know just minus one. All right so
1: and because of it stacks and that it works great. it's a defensive
0: skill against the agility teams And a lot of people overlook it. it's like diving tackle where you're not thinking about it. No. And then all of a sudden, oh no, I have someone in that zone. Well, he's already there. I've already moved him. And I've already rolled dice. Yeah. All right. Uh, Foul appearance. So another mutation here. The player's appearance is so horrible that any opposing player that wants to block the player or use a special attack that takes the place of a block, stab, yeah, Train, must, must first roll a d6 and score two or more. If the opposing player rolls a 1, they are too revolted to make the block, and it is wasted, though the opposing team does not suffer a turnover. So, basically, I go to block you. I first have to roll a die. If it's a 1, nothing happens. I don't get to block you, and my turn is not over. No, the turn is over. Because a block action... Unless it's a blitz. His, His action is over. My turn is not over.
1: Correct. Yeah. Um... And also, it does work with frenzy. So, if you make the first block, and you get the two plus, the second block, you would re-roll the. You would roll again for foul appearance. Uh,
0: yes. So, but not on piling on. You no. don't have to roll for it for piling on. Uh, what else would you not have to roll for it for? A foul, you wouldn't have to roll for it for. No, you do not have to roll for foul. I think those are the only things that...
1: No, because a palon depends upon the block being successful. Right. Which means they already passed the 2-plus anyways.
2: Well,
0: but it could be like Frenzy where, okay, I did that, then I have to do it. Uh, Roll 2-plus on the next hit. Oh, then do I have to roll 2-plus if he's on the ground? I I can just see it being a question someone had asked. Okay. Want to address it. Um, So, no, you would not have to roll it for that. You just have to roll it for... When you're attempting to block or an action that takes the place of a block. So is there anything... Oh, I guess ball and chain, but that's basically a block action, right? Ball and chain is a block action. Because you're
1: all block guys. Okay. It's chainsaw, stab. Chainsaw, stab. I was trying to think if there's
0: any other... Those
1: are the only three that I can really think of. Yeah. Wrestle.
0: But wrestle well, well, I mean, that's a part of, a that's after a block action. action. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, if we think of something else, or if you think of something else, let us know.
1: Yeah, make a comment.
0: Alright, so now let's talk about some
1: of these... Oh, it's Foul Appearance is great as a defensive skill again against the Bash teams.
0: I always... Somewhere in my head, I mix up Disturbing Presence and Foul Appearance sometimes, just their names. Like, if you say Disturbing Presence, I have to stop and think, okay, is that the Foul Appearance rule, or is the Disturbing Presence rule? And... I don't know. I'm sure if I played Nurgle, I'd learn it a lot faster.
1: Well, I know. Disturbing Presence back when was... Uh, both those skills were one skill, Disturbing Presence.
0: Oh. Well. If I'd... they
1: separated them out, it was pretty interesting. I don't think they
0: needed to. It's not like they were that overpowered. No, they weren't. And it might be something I'd be more inclined to take on a mutation level up if they were together.
1: Yeah, especially over the standard claw.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'd be okay with them putting them back together. But that is...
1: Not something we get to
0: decide. No. Now, if you would like it to be (laughs) something that I decide and you work for GW, feel free to send me an email. diceuphill at gmail.com Just make sure you address it to Darren and not to Tim. Yeah. Alright, uh, now on to the Extraordinary Skills. So, Decay, this is the one you want to do or should I do? No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, staying on the pitch is difficult when your rotting body is barely held together. When this player suffers a casualty result on the injury table, roll twice on the casualty table and apply both results. The player will only ever miss one future match as a result of their injuries, even if they suffer two results with this effect. A successful regeneration roll, which we'll talk about in a little bit, will heal both results, but on a failed regeneration roll, both results still apply. A player with DK can never benefit from an apothecary. They honestly wouldn't know where to start. So, so let's just talk about how this works. You get injured. You roll on the table. It's a minus armor. Yeah. You roll again. It's a minus movement. You suffer both those penalties and miss one game. Yes. Uh, now, if you roll regeneration and it's successful, then both of those results go away. Yes. But remember, it's not
1: a, you don't roll the injury roll twice. You just roll the casualty roll twice. Right. The injury roll being the 2 through 12.
0: So, now, the rotters... Start with Decay. Uh, I think there's also... Tube Guardians. Zombies? No, just Tube Guardians. Okay.
1: Those are the only two players with Decay.
0: It seems like zombies should have Decay. They don't. Again, GW, if you would like to, you know, see my resume, which actually has nothing on it related to gaming except uh, a small stint at BioWare working on Star Wars The Knights of the Old Republic, uh, send me an email. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Decay. Uh, Nurgle's Rot's the one you wanted to talk about. Let me give this to you. Okay, so... Get a little closer to the mic.
1: If a player with Nurgle's rot skill kills an opponent during a block, blitz, or foul action, and that opposing player sub- subsequently removed from the team's roster during the Step 4... Hire and fire in the post-match sequence, which means it only works at the end of the after the match is over. They contract Nurgle's rot, and instead of dying, can join your team in future games. Uh, It does not affect players with strength five or more, or the decay, regenerate, or stunny skills. And the player joins the team as a rotter with no star
0: player points, or improvement rolls. So it's a way to get a free 40,000 player. Yes. Um, I mean, I understand why they don't have it work for the strength five players... Or strength four or more? Five or more? Five or more. Um, So it is not big guys.
1: So it does affect big guys if the big guy had a strength down. Oh, interesting. But it would not affect the Chaos Warrior with strength five.
0: I don't know. I think it should... I mean... It's not like if I kill a Strength 4 player, I don't get a Rotter with Strength 4. No, he's Strength 3. So why should it not affect Strength 5 players? Because that's what they wrote the rules. GW. 2 dice pill at gmail.com.
1: Hey, I'm just reading the rules and going by what they say. Alright. So the interesting part is, technically if you killed 4 players, you would get a pick which one you want. Or would you get all
0: four? No, I think it just said one. Um, Nurgle's rot. Player joins the Nurgle team as a rotter with no star player points. Oh. No, I guess you can... I don't see a limit there. Hmm. Yeah, it's
1: I, I actually I meant to look for that. It's not stating like with the zombie that you only get
0: one. And let's see, that's on You don't have to roll
1: for it either? No. It's automatic because the player has to die and be removed from the roster.
0: Interesting. Uh, well, so it, I mean, it's still pretty rare, because wh- how often are you going to actually kill multiple people in a game? It is rare. So, anyway, um, let's go on to regeneration. If, were you gonna say something? No, but... Oh. If the player suffers a casualty result on the injury table, then roll a d6 for regeneration after the roll on the casualty table and after any apothecary roll, if allowed. On result of 1 through 3, the player suffers the result of this injury. On a 4 through 6, the player will heal the injury after a short period of time to reorganize themselves, and is placed in the reserves box instead. Regeneration rolls may not be re-rolled. Note that an opposing player still earns star player points as normal for inflicting a casualty result on a player with this skill, even if the result doesn't affect the player in the normal way. So, alright. That's pretty straightforward. Regeneration. Roll four, five, or six; they go into badly hurt. Yeah, or no, uh, they just go into the reserve. Reserve. Uh, one, two, three; they suffer the results of whatever casualty they roll. Yes. Now, it gets a little more complicated when we're talking about this with results to decay. And I mentioned this earlier when I was talking about decay that so the regeneration you roll regeneration once and it affects both decay rolls yes on the one single injury i think that's the easiest way to state it yeah so who has decay and regeneration anybody on this two guardians Just nobody on nurgle nobody on nurgle all right but if you want to play kimri there you go we'll talk about kimri at a later time yeah, it'll be interesting to see when Kimry hits. You know, I'm I'm wondering. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to go through all the teams that are in Spike before they they start going outside of it. Um, so what do we got? So if we look at this, dark elves have been released. Dwarves have been released. Union has been released. Humans have been released. Nurgle is coming out just now. High Elf hasn't been released yet. Because it was the Elven Union that was released, right? Yeah. Orcs have been released. Skaven have been released. Wood Elves have not. Have not. Goblins kind of have. (laughs) Uh, Underworld's pretty much released. But you can't bash it.
1: well, yeah, Underworld is really no. Actually, if you go to the GW website, yeah. you can order a Underworld team that is complete.
0: And I guess you can make a Chaos Renegade team at this point, except for the Minotaur, because you can get Orc, you can get a Skaven, you can get a Dark Elf, you can get a Goblin, you can get a Human. Oh wait a minute! That right there, unless you kit bash, is going to be. Oh, how much is going to? cost you uh, 35 70 140 uh, 175 we're gonna say these are probably fifty dollars well thirty dollars okay so you mm, over 200 bucks 200 bucks right now to buy the chaos <laughs> ornega team No. but you uh, would have a shitload of extra figures you, you would cause... have a lot of extra miniatures. sorry someone on Facebook wanted to argue with me about what if it's cheaper to buy GW or or a Kickstarter team um
1: in general i think the gw is a little bit cheaper unless you have to get the big guys
0: unless you have to get the big guys yes and if and you get less staff models if that's something that you want if you want the cheerleaders if you want the coaches if you want a wizard that's stuff that's generally included in the Kickstarters. I mean, they just... Re- so, yeah, if you want work cheerleaders, how much are those going to cost you? Do you remember? Are they... Uh, a decent amount. I-, I don't remember how much they cost. But... Uh, I mean, if you start adding... Uh, I mean, we've gotten to this before. You know, same... Second verse, same as the first. We're just going to... Yeah. You, I agree. You know how we feel about this. Um, if you like the models the team. That's fine. Oh, at Nurgle? Yeah. No, any team. Oh, If you team. like any of GW. Well, Dan Dave loved the Dark Elf miniatures. He was so excited to win those at my tournament. I'm glad
1: for him. I personally know, but he, yeah, he liked the Cold One stuff that was on
0: there. That we hated. Yes. And that's fine. I'm not going to argue with him about his personal preference in aesthetics. I think it's actually cool he wanted that team and yeah. is looking forward
1: to doing something with them.
0: I I am very happy someone wanted the surprise support that I brought and he's happy to take them home. That is amazing to me as a tournament organizer. It's just when you start arguing with me about costs where I'm going to start arguing with you.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in the fact that you can't have
0: a complete team. Yes. So let let's let's talk about the new Nurgle miniatures. I'm okay with how they look. I I'm not. No.
1: I don't like the uh the Nurgle
0: warriors are I understand the people that don't like them on one leg because they're unstable. I don't mind that. Is but is that not what you're talking about?
1: No, the the look of them with the the big bloated cuz they're calling them bloaters, they made them really bloated. Okay. I don't like that.
0: My least favorite manager is actually the Pestigore. I don't I think it needs to look more beastman-like and less... Mutated? Yeah. I actually, to a degree, I don't mind the beastman. I
1: wish the horns were a little bit more... I think they should have toned it down just a little bit more and made them a little bit more beastman. But I'm okay with them mutating
0: the beastman. Yeah, that's fine. Um, And again, this is aesthetics. Whatever. Uh, You know, you either like how they look or you don't. I I would be okay with this team if you gave me two more Pestigors in the box. Or have the blister ready for me at the time of purchase.
1: If, at the time of purchase, they have a blister that has two Pestigors
0: and the Beast of Nurgle. Beast of Nurgle. Because, okay. Well, uh, oh, we didn't talk about that. Uh, Yeah, we'll, we'll do that after this. And we're going to talk about our Nurgle strategy and starting rosters. But you usually want to start with the Beast of Nurgle.
1: Yes. Well, no, I mean... This team is perfectly fine. You can play it. It's viable. You can play
0: play this out of the box.
1: The only problem I have is if you're releasing this team, you should immediately have the blister. And although they would want to sell it in two blisters to make more money between the two Pestigores and the Beast. I
0: mean, that's fine. I I understand releasing the big guys on their own. Yeah. And... And then I don't even know. You know, if you were to release the two Pestigors and then throw mutations in there.
1: Or another Rotter. Sure. Two Pestigors, two Rotters. Yes. But just have it ready to go now. When that team comes out, that should
0: happen. I think I just read it's coming out either this next weekend or the weekend after. So. I think it's incredible how they're tolling up and getting stuff. Yes. That is viable to put out. I love that they are into supporting the game. Now We just had the Dark Elf team release, what, a month ago? And now we're already having the Nurgle release. That's amazing. And I'm looking forward to the Spike Magazine. I am too. That is something we we do really enjoy. I I think the Spike Magazine is going to be pseudo-duplicating
1: the Chaos Spike Magazine... Only because there's some star
0: player um, There's a lot of overlap between over. those type of teams. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if we look at star players, we already know from here we're going to have Lord Borak, Grashnak Blackhoof, Ludgrip Whiparm, Max Spleen Ripper, Bio-Rot Vomit Flesh, Wither Grasp Double Drool, Morgenthorgan Guffle Gugl- Pusma. Yeah. Uh, So the only two on here in the Chaos uh, Spike magazine that Nurgle do not have access to are Skyla and Anfingrim and Gobbler Grimlik.
1: But I'm okay with that because I get the feeling they'll put a couple more in there and they may flesh out some different ones. Maybe we'll see Brickfarth and Grotty now? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I think they've done a fantastic job of... Adding really nice fluff and explaining how the teams work. The both the uh, the write ups for the dark elves and the chaos have been fantastic.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's get into. I guess um, we'll talk about you know some starting rosters for the Nurgle. Uh, first of all, you can have one beast of Nurgle. Well the standard well, I'm uh, uh, yeah. just uh, what they have available to them. So Beast and Nurgle for 140k, the four Nurgle Rodders for 110k and those are 4429. Uh the Pestigors which are basically beastmen, 80k 6338 and then the rotters 40k 5338. And all of them have mutation access normally except for the beast and Nurgle. So uh now oh, what... have access. Oh, the beast and Nurgle doesn't. Wow. Yeah, uh, a double unless they changed it in I mean let me let me check death zone real quick I think they kept it the same though
1: uh... well the interesting part is the rotters do have decay and all the players have
0: Nurgle's rot so they call it rot spawn now instead of beast and Nurgle okay. but yes it's still just strength access on normal and then general agility passing mutation on doubles okay um, so yes, we call them Nurgle warriors, they call them bloaters. We call them beast of Nurgle, they call them rot spawn.
1: Which by the way, I actually have seen a uh, cuz somebody took the time and effort, well, in Blood Bowl 2 because you can do the uh, the pre-made teams. Mhm. Somebody did a leap uh, beast of Nurgle. Okay. And did the leap. It looks very funny. Does it? <laughs> I don't think it'll be a skill choice. Many people will take, but since you can assign it now to players, you can always do that and watch them leap.
0: When I told people I took uh, the agility up on my rat over, people are already saying, oh, you should take leap. No. No. Like, if it was my sixth skill and and I had also rolled another agility up and, like, very long legs or something, okay, maybe I take leap at that point. Maybe. Anyway, it, it would have to be like my fourth double. Okay, so let's 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 talk about really there are two two builds for Nurgle. Yes. That are viable. Only one of them is viable for if you're just buying the box set.
1: Right. So the standard is one beast of Nurgle, four warriors, one Pestiglore, five Rodders, and two Rerolls. And I think most people go that route because it gives you a higher chance of getting, especially in the uh, previous editions, the MVPs on the
0: Beast of Nurgle and the Nurgle Warriors. Right. And so that starts you right off with 11 players and puts you right at a million. Yes. The other type of roster would be six Rotters, one Pestigore, four Nurgle warriors and three re-rolls for 970k and again you can make that one straight out of the box the gw sends out now if you end up getting another rotter through um nurgle's rot well then you need to find another rotter somewhere yeah but um but it would give the team three re-rolls which is huge and I hate starting with less than three re-roll. This would be a hard decision for me. I've, I haven't played Nurgle in League or online yet. I played them once at a tournament, I think. But it would be a hard choice for me to decide between a Beast and Nurgle or the third re-roll. I would go the Beast and Nurgle. Yeah. It's just, so at 70k, that means you have to spend 140k to get that third re-roll later. I know. Which is, is the cost of a Beast of Nurgle. Yes. And at this, you have 30k, so you just need to make another 110k. You could do that in two games. Yeah, especially if you win. I don't know. It, it, it's it's a hard decision. Um,
1: and you still get the four strength guys, which is what you, yeah. the main thing you want. And the extra, uh, having a Pestigor... And the three god three re rolls.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, I mean that's the difference. It's you, you take an extra rodder in place of the beast of Nurgle and get a re roll. It's thing is the beast of Nurgle is one of the best big guys
1: in the game because yeah. of the skills he has and the strength with the tentacles.
0: Um, it's it's a tough call. I mean, at, sitting at thirty k though. Then you're just 50k away from another Pestigore, too. So, if you, so I don't know. Would you just... The big I, guy makes such a big difference on that team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, first comment if you go to BB Tactics. More than any other team, Nurgle is defined by their big guy. Skipping him for any reason means you are playing however many games it takes to get to the Beast with a Hamstrung Chaos team. So just don't go for the Beast. This is Bathaw's... B-A-T-H-O-Z, December 13th, 2010. Basically saying what we're saying. Yeah. And that's that's the only thing I'm going to read because I think it matters. You want me to go down? Yeah, I want to see the names. See? I just want to look at the names. Oh, okay. Coach, obviously. I actually don't know Coach. Well, I mean, he's the person that does BB Tactics. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so... Yeah, that, I mean, I just happened to be on that website, and <laughs> that first comment was saying exactly what you were saying, and, and he said it pretty well. So, we'll just leave it at that, I think. I think so. Um, skill progression. What kind of skills do you take as these players level up? Most of them start with mutation access, so do you do, go the claw palm route like you would with a chaos so, team? Me, what I would do
1: with Nurgle, and what I did uh, in USAB, was the Nurgle Warriors go block guard, stand firm. Okay. Uh, The Beast goes uh, guard, grab. Unless he rolls a double. Unless he rolls a double, then he takes block. Right. And the second double would be pro. You do not go for kill skills on a Beast of Nurgle, you go for... You wouldn't take any mutation Because
0: he starts with tentacles
1: he has everything he needs. At okay. that point, you go block pro for doubles.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh I probably would go stand firm
0: first. You and wouldn't then cons- go for uh guard. You wouldn't consider dodge as a double in place of pro? Pro? No, because as much as
1: dodge is important, mm-hmm. um making sure that he is he always keeps his tackle zone if you need to move him is more important.
0: Okay. So For me. No, I, I mean, uh, I, I'm with you that the first double should be block. After that, I I, I think about it if I get another double. Um, I'd probably look at mutations just to see if there's anything that really sticks out to me, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. The only one would be Claw, but you're doing a bad job
1: with the beast if you're using him for attacking because there's
0: better players. What about Prehensile Tell?
1: Uh, maybe after I get certain other skills. Okay.
0: Um, although that would actually be pretty good. Yeah. Tentacles combined with prehensile tail. We talked about this a few episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, nobody's dodging away from you. No. All right. Um, pestigores. I I think you build them like beastmen, right? Well, you end up with a, a ball
1: carrier. Uh huh. A, uh, sacker.
0: And then probably two killers. One to two killers. Mm, And then what would you do with the rodders? Would you treat them like normal linemen? Maybe throw kick on one, throw wrestle and block on the others? Kick, wrestle, block, dirty player. Okay, yeah. That's basically what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. And then just pray that you don't get agility up on them. (laughs) Because the four agility is great and you kind of want it. Oh, I'll take but it. But not on the Rotter. you want it on the Pestigore.
0: you want it on the Pestigore, but if I get it on the Rotter, I'm still taking it. I would take it. Um, but you'd be going, cursing <laughs> the inside, going, Oh, why <laughs> oh, couldn't it have been on the <laughs> Pestigore. Because, I mean, that decay, it's going to catch up with you at some point.
1: Uh, somebody I know had an agility 4 Rotter that got to 4 skills. And he had to keep them because he had agility 4. Right. And then he died a horrible death because of Okay. Rot. Decay.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So rotters, and they're only forty k, so that's why they're they're good to use for fouling. Yeah.
1: Well, they're they're good to use for fouling, and they are forty k. You probably can run. The only real problem with Nurgle is they are an expensive roster. Yes. Because their beastmen cost eighty k instead of sixty k. Their Nurgle warriors cost. Hundred, it get cost an extra ten k, mm-hmm. which the disturbing presence foul appearance is really amazing, right? But they're slow, and they're not very agile, so they're harder
0: to skill up than the chaos warrior. Yes, because the chaos warrior is what five four three nine, five four three, yeah five four three nine, yeah. I'm learning. I'm getting there. State the more I play. T- as teams the easier it is to remember yeah it's harder to remember when you're playing against a team once every two months all right so now the the interesting part is some people
1: consider nurgle to be the best team at high levels at the ultra high levels
0: yes uh, and, i and
1: it's because their defensive ability
0: between the disturbing presence and foul appearance yeah yeah I mean, if every time you want to hit me, you need to roll a D6, one out of six hits aren't going to do anything. And it, the interesting
1: part is, you're the Nurgle coach. Why doesn't this skill ever work? Yeah. You're the team opposing the Nurgle coach. Why the hell is this always affecting me? Yeah. Very, very interesting dynamic. That's and how it feels. It really... The stir, uh, foul appearance can really stop a
0: lot of and i i mean we talk about it a lot when rock cup comes around because that's part of rock cups every round you get another player with disturbing presence and it adds up or i mean with uh, foul Foul appearance there i go again i told you i always mix up the two names in my head but yeah so at the end of the tournament each team has four players of foul appearance at least
1: Yes, it's four, and if you're playing uh, the Nurgle team that takes the standard roster, yeah, uh, you have nine.
0: Right. And then if you take Roddy Starhoof, he's another one. That's ten. <laughs> All right. So going to the last game, that's a lot of. That means you want. I'll let you be in contact with everybody on my team, and two of them where you aren't going to be able to hit. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Play style pretty similar to Chaos, right? Yes. They're slower though, so you have to be more
1: KG. cagey. KG and defense they're they don't have the movement options. The difference between the four they're, they're five, a lot harder
0: to move
1: though. Oh they are. And the Beast of Nurgle, the reason why you start with them is
0: he can lock down players. I mean that's the big difference between these two teams. I mean, besides the movement and the agility on the warrior. The Beast of Nurgle compared to the Minotaur. A lot of people don't even take the Minotaur on Chaos. I do not take
1: the Minotaur on Chaos. I find that he's expensive and not worth it. Okay. I
0: do take the Beast of Nurgle because he is one of the best big guys in the game. So that's what makes the team a lot different. I had Dan Dave paint off um, Willie Manager's Nurgle team for me, and they look amazing. I took them to one tournament. Eventually, I'm going to play them in League. But You do want to play them in League. They start shining. Yeah. I just I haven't been playing much in league this season at all. I think I only have two or three games on my Skaven. so I don't even know if I'm gonna make, do the playoffs this season. I know uh, it's just summer, summer, you know. Andy already said he's out of the playoffs. Yeah, no, Andy's having several things to do. As Brad as has been busy. Kids. It's just can't spend busy summer. Just keeps everyone. I, I mean, it's the same thing with our D and D group that goes on Sundays. We've been. It's something that's been coming up every weekend to keep us from playing, basically. All right. Anything else about Nurgle? I mean, hopefully we get this out before the magazine comes out, and then you can listen to what we have to say and compare it to what they say in the magazine. Hopefully there's a lot of overlap. Hopefully we say some stuff that
1: isn't there. One of the other standard builds that I've seen on the Nurgle Warriors... Which people do on the Chaos Warriors is
0: block guard, mighty blow, claw. Okay. I mean, it, now if you're online too, that you want to build it a little differently because piling on works differently. Uh, well, maybe not with the warriors, no, but okay. with the Pestigors.
1: Yeah, if you do the killer, you take pile on. Yeah, online.
0: Now I saw an interesting discussion. You know, if someone. Uh, Saying, you know, uh, did piling on... Was it really supposed to be nerfed? And I guess I'm of the opinion now that... Okay. Is Claw Mighty Blow still viable? Does it still... Are Killer Teams still viable without piling on? Yes. Okay, then we're done.
1: They're They're not as good. Because the piling on does help. Yes. But... They're still effective.
0: They're still effective. So you know what? I'm not going to sit here and argue with you whether the dynamics of piling on make a huge difference or not. All I'm going to say is things seem balanced without it. So I'm okay with it like it is. The main issue that I saw is being able to stack all
1: three skills on a good game can totally devastate a team. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the difference between the two is I kick your ass with Skaven, I score six touchdowns. I kick your ass with Killer,
0: I kill four players. You know, and I've heard people argue, well, you usually only get that combination on one player, and it's easy enough to avoid one player. I'm like, no. A lot, of, especially online, you see them on like three players, and you can't avoid all of them. No. I, I have a, in a different league, I have a chaos
1: team that has one killer, Uh and he does get abused. I mean, if I have a choice between two equally viable players that can
0: blitz... You're going to choose that one. I choose the killer. No, if you have a killer on the field, he blitzes every single turn. Unless he's just out of position. Out of position, or...
1: Like, I do have a uh, frenzy, wrestle, juggernaut piece. Mm Mm-hmm. And I use him for pushing players out of bounds because that is automatic
0: player advantage right there. So I don't know. You know, I've been allowing the old piling on rule at my tournaments, and I think that's what the NAF is doing to this point as well. I'm almost to the point where I'm just okay going with the new GW rule at tournaments. I don't think it's going to change much. I actually because. That's the other thing is I want to promote more agility teams because all I ever see is chaos and uh, dwarves and
1: if they had a cheaper big guy or a cheaper star player I would take a different
0: team. Okay, if you could get Eldril,
1: <laughs> Eldril at twenty means I don't get quite enough skills on a dark elf team.
0: Um, so that's why I am thinking about you know, okay, I'm uh, not allow the new piling on. I'm going to give star player points for... or uh, bonus points for star player points. So if you want to sit in the backfield and just throw completions, you can rack up star uh, bonus points. Uh, I don't know. It, you know, I just think at these higher team values, people should be taking more elf teams because it is easier to build them. There's... They're expensive players. Well, I have a higher team value I should, so I can afford them now. The problem is the linemen
1: you generally want two skills on, which means they cost the 11. Okay. I just... I'm taking a look at it. Yeah.
0: I actually am. Okay. It is. It's a resurrection tournament. I understand if you're playing in a league and don't Oh no, my War Dancers got killed. Now I'm hamstrung the next game. But no, it's regeneration. Okay, kill them. I, I beat you with my linemen because there's still four agility, and now I go on to the next game.
1: Yes. I I am trying to figure out what team I want to take, because the other part is there are certain other teams that become viable that generally are never viable.
0: I know, I know what I'm taking to Blocktoberfest, and I don't even know if I want to say it on the podcast or when we get closer. I kind of want to keep it to myself. I am undecided. Uh, I, I, I know what I'm taking, and I'm looking forward to it. I so, like, We've mentioned it on the podcast before, but just to remind you, Blocktoberfest, uh, run by Dean Piper, every player starts with Block. If they already have Block, they get to pick a general skill to add. And the catch is, you get a general skill,
1: not a skill choice. Right. Not a normal skill. A general skill. So, unless it's on a star player, nobody has guard. Right. Nobody has guard. Which, I I don't mind that. It'll be an interesting dynamic. Do any normal players start with Mighty Blow? Only big guys.
0: Yeah. Oh, Mummies. Oh okay. So yeah, uh it I mean, I, we'll be, we'll do a preview before that tournament sometime next month probably. But like I said, I don't think I'm going to go over my roster before before the tournament. I'm going to I'm going to keep that one close to my vest, I think.
1: Yeah, cuz I think there's only two players I can get block dodge sure hands. A war dancer yep. and a uh Amazon Blitzer. Yeah. So, what else could be very, very dangerous in that?
0: I've heard... Uh, there. I don't think there's a single team that I have not heard mentioned by somebody. I think the only team that isn't viable, and if someone wants to take home and prove me wrong, please go ahead, is Dwarves. Because they all start with Block, what do you take? No comment. Do you take a lot of Fend? I, oh, okay. I, I mean... that That's the team I wouldn't take.
1: I thought about just a Dwarf team where, uh, what, 9 out of the 11 players have Fend? Uh, and just... Sorry, did I give away? Yeah. Oh. And, and the bad part about that team is I don't think that it's a great winning team. But, And I don't think you'll ever even get close to mentioned for the uh, sportsmanship award with that team. Yeah.
0: But, man, it would make people mad. Do you want me to cut this part of the nah, podcast? No, I don't care. All right. <laughs> so, there you go. I've heard pretty much every team mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Stunny teams. They all start with Dodge, and now you're giving everybody on the team block. Actually, I think the Halflings for that that
1: environment are a good team. Because people are going to cheat because you have block, and
0: so they're going to have one to two re rolls. On average, I'd say two re rolls. And then you take the hashling yes. chef, like I did online, and get one out of six rolls. So I started a necro team in the champions division, one million TV, and it's spinning, spinning, and I get matched, maxed up, matched up against a fourteen twenty necro team.
1: Yeah, and as a mirror match that's just really bad.
0: Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a halfling chef. Zero re rolls from him in the first half, one re-roll from him in the second half. And then he got a re roll. And one then one he one got a re roll back from cheerleaders team. or coaches or something. Yeah. It was stupid. And I turned off chat because I don't like hearing people whine. And uh but there was a there was a time where there was a long pause during his turn, so I'm pretty sure he was saying something. I don't think he liked that I was fouling his players. Um, what else am I supposed to do, though, down 420 TV? Foul. Ugh, yeah. Take vampires at Dean's tournament. They
1: would be interesting.
0: Sorry, I'm just going through the list of teams here, just thinking... Okay, could I take that one? Could I take that one? And pretty much all of them, I'd take Orcs, I'd take Ogres, Nurgle, Norse, Necro. Lizardmen would be scary. Lizardmen would be scary. Kimri. Kimri. All of a sudden, your Tomb Guardians all have block, and then your Blitzra's, you throw something good on them. Uh, Humans would be viable. I think the elves are viable. I think Halflings are viable. Goblins would be interesting. You said you would take the Dwarf build. Dark Else would be interesting. Chaos dwarves. I, I think. I, I think I would rather go with chaos dwarves than dwarves because the block really helps the bull centaurs. Yeah, it does.
1: Um, chaos becomes a very viable team side. So doesn't well, Ner- mm-hmm. chaos becomes much more viable than Nurgle, just because of the. Uh, you get three rerolls.
0: Okay, and then Amazon. You know, it'd be good for them, too. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll talk about this more as we're getting closer to Blocktoberfest, but, I mean, it's a very interesting idea. I think Dean already had a plan for a tournament next year, and he might throw it away and just keep this theme. Or he might run another tournament at some point, because we don't have enough tournaments in Austin. Yeah.
1: Well, hell, we don't have enough tournaments down in Texas between
0: us in san antonio. antonio yeah i mean i know we've been pushing houston to do some but really i mean we don't need him uh it'd be nice just I, I just like seeing people involved that's I all do. i like
1: i'm i'm gonna have to figure out i'll have to talk to a couple of people to see if i can actually go up this weekend
0: yeah if you can let me know
1: i just didn't think it was this weekend holy uh, crap that snuck on me really quick
0: yeah yeah I mean, I don't think I have anything that I have to do Saturday, but, yeah, I need to check my schedule. It's just, you know, all these little trips start adding up. Oh, trust me, I know. Um, alright, anything else you want to talk about? Nurgle? Any? No, I'm I'm just noise. I will be getting the spike book will not be getting the team because
1: I have a different team, but I will be getting the spike blade.
0: You know, it's one of those teams I am not going to go out and buy, but if it's available as a prize at a tournament, I would be happy winning it.
1: I wouldn't argue about that.
0: Now, I already have a painted Nurgle team, so it would go to the bottom of my bucket of plastic and metal miniatures, but it's an alright team. Um... I'm,
1: the only bad part for me is, again, for me it's an absolutely horrible team. Um, I don't want to put them together. Oh. Now that said, for those people who enjoy that aspect of the hobby, I'm sure that it'll be a fantastic team with the options they'll have available.
0: they, They purposely made a lot of customization for the Nurgle because mutations. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I was reading right there. They have a bunch of different heads you can choose. I think the heads can be moved from one to the other. Oh no! Like I said, what they're doing and the way they're planning out the models, yeah,
1: is incredible, and it is taking them a lot of effort to be able to do what they do. I that's just not the aspect I enjoy of the
0: hobby. Okay. And for those people that's that do, please fair take enough. A look. Uh oh, you know what I. I I think I kind of talked about this earlier, but I do want to mention there were some good vendors at the, yes. at the tournament, the uh, War Games Con. Yes. And so one of them that came up is a friend of Blood Bowl in the area, uh, Grimdark Games from down to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I couldn't stop myself. He had a fully painted, I think it was third edition dwarf team. Death Roller included, two cheerleaders included. I I got them I, I you know less than a hundred bucks. Painted. Painted. That's not bad actually. And uh, Mike Patterson said he might have some some extra linemen because it, it it it's a full dwarf team. But you know how I am. I like having sixteen players even if I'll never use them. So now the hard part for me will be painting them like the other ones are painted. Yeah, I may have some extra dwarf linemen. Okay. So I think I just need, like, three extra dwarf linemen to make 16 players, and that's, that's just for my personal aesthetics. I don't know. You, you you were commenting on that little shelf I had downstairs that I put up. I don't know if you saw that I had the dwarves up there on display. Yeah. Uh, so right now they're just on display, but I, I do now have a dwarf team to take to tournaments, play in league if I want, that are fully painted. Eventually, I'll get to around to the painting of my Willy Manchers ones, but they weren't going to be anytime soon, so... Yeah, I know. The bad part for me is, like, on the Chaos Dwarf team, is I want
1: one with, uh, what, 12... I need 12 Hobgoblins. Okay. And I don't have 12. I think I only have six.
0: Because... Buy two boxes. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, You're so funny. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, the, uh, the Underworld team on the GW website is $95. Okay. Uh, that's... I mean... Which is
0: $100. Sure. And it comes with
1: both big guys? Only one. Okay. Because Underworld only ever gets one. Okay. But it is $95 for an Underworld team on the GW website.
0: Okay. Cool. It comes with the troll then? Yeah. Yep. I mean... Now, uh, is that the GW website or the Forge World? GW. Oh, okay. So, uh, I don't know what shipping would be for us, but I think it's better than Forge World shipping.
1: Well, no. You could just order it through, like, Dragon's Lair. Oh, okay.
0: So, there'd be no shipping. I mean, again, not my... I already have the goblins. And see, that's the thing, is I won the goblins at a tournament... Now I'm just waiting for them to put out a package of all the star players, or the uh, secret weapons. I don't want to go buy the secret weapons from Forge World. You're counting them up? Are there yeah. 16? 2, 3, 4, six, 8. Uh,
1: there's 14. No, maybe six, fifteen. 15. No,
0: there's 16. 16? 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, so you can get a full underworld team from GW for $95 on their website. This is what I'm talking about GW. If you just gave me a box like that for your teams, I'd be good to go.
1: Or please sell it the way you're
0: doing it, but give me
1: the uh, blister pack right at the start.
0: Yeah. And some of these are they come with the dice as well, which is cool actually. Uh what are you looking up? It. I
1: thought I had it. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm looking forward to. The world creepers did not come
0: with dice or double. No, they don't. That's okay though. Yeah. Look, we don't hate GW. We just have critiques that we express very loudly and strongly. And strongly. All right. Is that it? Uh. Yeah. All right. Pushers. Oh, well, uh, okay. Pushers are the people that came to War Games Con for uh, not just for my tournament, but the vendors as well because I did want to mention the lady that made those bags and I don't remember the name of her. Did you get her card? I think I might have her card and if I did, I'll put it up on our uh, Two Dice Uphill Facebook page. But she made dice bags and I got a dice bag and she was she's able to take pretty much any image you want. Uh, but she was on... So I was tempted to either put the one that's our header where Tim and I are literally pushing dice uphill. Uh, I was tempted to have her do that, but she said she couldn't do it while I was there. She would have to take the order home and do it, and then send it to me. And I kind of wanted something right away, so I just got our our basic two dice uphill logo done. But she, it, it looks awesome. It looks amazing. It, it, was, it was it was not expensive. So. You know, I, I do wanna, if I can uh, find her a card, I'll give her a little push on our website and you guys can go take a look at that. Uh, other vendors, Dragon's Lair was there who was also a supporter of my tournament. So yes, they're a pusher as well. Thank you, Dragon's Lair. They were the ones that voted on best painting, by the way. Uh, I had their two employees that were on site. They took turns to come over and look and vote. Uh, I was gonna break any ties that there were, but there wasn't a tie. So, Mike Patterson, congratulations on Best Painted, and thank you to the Dragon's Lair employees for both the support and for the voting.
1: Um,
0: there's also the gentleman that does the, uh, wood. Dice towers. The dice towers. I do have his card for sure.
1: I have his card. I need to, find it. I think I put it in with my other Blood Bowl stuff. But he's also gonna get it to where, basically, you can have a suitcase, briefcase. Mm-hmm. That'll that can hold a board. That's cool. So I mean,
0: it'll be. I, I'm. Well, also uh, the guy that was out in the hallway with us, I can't remember the name of his company, mm. but he was. They were from Phoenix. They came out from Phoenix for this convention. Oh wow! And I was talking to him, and I I didn't think he had anything interesting. And then I went over there during one of the rounds, and I'm like, Oh, you actually have blood bowl stuff because he had templates, like throw-in templates and yeah. stuff. So uh, a lot of what they did was acrylic. Uh, but I started talking to him and he was like, they could do the, uh, not memory foam. What do they call those mats that people, neoprene, oh, neoprene. Yeah, he, he was saying they could do those. So I, I might contact his company and see what kind of prices they can quote for neoprene yeah. pitches.
1: Um, also, Oh, what's the name of that? The, uh, they do the 40 K
0: battles. I don't know. The the one with all the cute girls working there?
1: They have the one lady who plays.
0: Uh they were filming there. Yeah, it was Tower or something. Yes. Yeah. Anyway.
1: But um they may be interested in doing some Blood Bowl at some point.
0: Really? Like uh filming us playing? Yeah. Okay.
1: I don't know. It's just interesting to see the number of people that were there as vendors.
0: Well, and there was also someone that just walked up to me and said that he um, runs the biggest PlayStation Four Blood Bowl league. And I to- asked him to send me a message, but yeah, who was this? I don't remember his name. He was supposed to send me a, a message or something. Because uh, I think uh, Dwayne is in that league. Okay. He was just mentioning, you know, they have, and then they have a bunch of different divisions, and so it might be the same one. I think it is the same one. Um, It wasn't Dwayne, though. It was... No, no, no. Dwayne, that played
1: Blood Bowl with us, is in that online league. Right.
0: Uh, As a coach. Yeah. But I was, he wasn't the one that walked up to me. Um, No,
1: it's... So, the interesting part is, I think, viability, Blood Bowl 2 is a PC game. mm Mm-hmm. And has a limited niche on
0: PlayStation and Xbox. I have it on PlayStation 4. I went through a couple of the tutorials. It's just so much easier to play on PC for me. Well, true, but I mean, it it is... I think it's also a...
1: As a gamer, you are a different gamer if you're a PC gamer
2: versus
0: a console gamer. gamer. I i don't know i grew up as a console gamer and now i'm more of a pc gamer and i I, the change was probably mmos i mean everquest you know it's put me in front of a computer for 16 hours a day for seven years you know (laughs) uh no comment (laughs) I, i think part of it is just the fact that you have
1: like a blood bowl game is a long game yeah and hell, I'm sorry. It's
0: not that long. It's an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Well, three hours. Tabletop. <laughs> yeah, online it, it can be it can be up to two hours. Yeah. For the four minute turns, you I think you can get to two hours. Yes. But yeah, I I still consider that. I mean, it's it's weird because it's a different type of. If I'm playing an MMO and just sitting there hack and slashing for eight hours, that's different than me sitting there and playing Blood Bowl chess for an hour and a half yeah it's a different kind of thinking that wears on me more i can see that all right anyway um i also want to thank mike patterson for driving from fort worth i want to thank dan Day for driving in from houston um i mean you texas people make make it easy on us tournament organizers yes so we appreciate it when anytime someone can drive in, and that's why we'll try to make the Fort Worth tournament, just because we want to be able to support you guys. Like you, sometimes support us. Yeah, I don't want to support Kenny as much. Right, but right. I want to support the other people. That, that's what I would. I, I was trying to say that without <laughs> specifically saying that, but yes, <laughs> actually, Kenny Hill is a great guy. Uh, they used to do the tournament. Uh, Reckland Sports Network. I, I think they only ended up doing a few episodes and it's been like a year now. Yeah,
1: it's been scheduling issues that have yeah. caused it because I think they would like to continue it. And it was interesting to listen to. I enjoyed it. but Listening to other people is always much more enjoyable.
0: Is it? Yeah. Uh, I'll re-listen to ours every once in a while just to make sure sound quality is okay and everything, you know, is, is coming off correctly i mean i have to listen to it when i'm editing anyway but you know every once in a while i just want to make sure that you know it's not messing up on itunes or during the upload or anything i'm sure the listeners would tell me if something was happening anyway all right oh crap okay well that was our nurgle episode that was our scab review episode if you have any comments, questions, concerns, email us at 2DiceUphill at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at 2DiceUphill. Find us on Twitter at 2DiceUphill. Find me on Twitch at 2.1. Actually that also specifically goes for him for yeah. Twitter. I have no desire to be on Twitter. That's fine. Fargo says hi. Fargo says, why aren't you guys petting me more and paying more attention to me? And letting me out of this room that I can't open the door for because then the AC would overpower us. The sound of the AC. Alright. It's been fun. Thank you for coming over, Tim. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to, and I'm glad we got the episode out of the way. Uh, I'm sure I'll have it edited within like two weeks. I'll be hounding no more. (laughs) Alright. Well, this has been Two Dice Uphill. The Blood Bowl Podcast is just hoping for a push.